All right, so welcome everybody and happy fall equinox. The autumnal equinox is uh, such a, a wonderful time and uh, this was originally supposed to be, those of you who have been registered for the whole series know this, um, this was originally supposed to be held on the 20th and uh, as the day progressed, I was just like, no, this isn't the signs that I'm getting. This isn't the, the messages that I'm getting, the intuitions that I'm getting, everything just wasn't uh, flowing at all for it to happen on the 20th. And so when I tuned in and asked for uh, information about it, um, it was just like that it was the energy was building and that it was supposed to be happening uh, on the fall equinox. And when I looked at the, the time uh, associated when, when I could schedule it, when I could fit it into my schedule, it is just a few hours before the exact time of the equinox too. So that time is coming up um, this evening. So uh, I want to thank, thank everybody for uh, participating tonight and for being flexible and for moving your schedules to come on uh, live. And, and, and I apologize for those of you who weren't able uh, to participate live because of the scheduling change. But it's not my choosing, just like I didn't choose to necessarily be the one to do this series. I was asked to do this series. Um, and I'll just make a few announcements here in the beginning, and then we're going to go on with the angelic global transmission for tonight, because this is the um, Archangel Michael global transmission that we're doing this evening. So um, I just want to say hello to everybody who did put something in the chat. I'm going to ask everybody to not use the chat until after we're, I'm finished with the transmission, just because there's uh, several things I want to cover here in the introduction. And then there's um, the transmission itself, which I really need to kind of hold an energetic container for. Um, and then after that's over, then we can, you know, say, make comments and, uh, you know, make even questions at the end, uh, you know, say goodbye, say hello, you know, whatever we want to do in the chat after. Afterwards. So um, let's see, where do I want to begin? I want to begin by saying that the podcast, um, the Social Voice podcast, is where the recordings from all of these transmissions can be found. And um, the most recent one from August 20th finally has been posted on the podcast. There's several reasons why I was having difficulty loading. And then um, it, there's just been so much going on, uh, I, including injuring my knee, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, it is finally up on the Celestial Voice podcast. And I titled last month's Global Transmission uh, based on the theme Archangel Michael was talking about over and over and over again all throughout. It, and that is that all things are sacred. So um, if you go to Celestial Voice uh, podcast on iTunes, uh, you can subscribe to it there. You can download it from there. Um, or if you go to my website at AnnaJonesOnline.com, click on podcast, you'll see the Celestial Voice podcast is currently the only podcast listed there. And you can download it from there or just listen to it from there as well. Um, and it's at the very top. Uh, the very most recent one. In fact, the last, uh, the top five actually are the ones from this series. Um, this was a series of six uh, months, basically from the spring equinox to the to now the fall equinox. We started on the spring equinox. That's probably another reason why he wanted it rescheduled so we could actually end on an equinox as well. But um, we started on the exact day of the spring equinox 
and we're, we're ending now on the fall equinox. And um, this is the end of the series for this year. Um, I, I can't tell you that uh, I'll be doing another series anytime soon. I won't know until I get that, that information, until I get that, um, that request to do so. What I can tell you is that usually um, Archangel Michael wants to do winter transmit winter solstice transmissions. Um, I went back and I looked and I believe there's only been like one winter solstice and like since 2010 in which there hasn't been one. So um, the winter solstice is a very popular time, one of his favorite times, I believe, to, to to bring through these global transmissions. So it wouldn't surprise me that there's going to be a winter solstice transmission. Um, I just can't promise you that, but you will be receiving emails to let you know if that is going to happen, if that is going to occur. If it is, it's a standalone message. It's not a part of a series of messages that he's delivering, like the series that he's been delivering um, since the, the spring equinox. Back on the spring equinox, so I'm going to get into kind of asking some of my questions now. Um, I don't believe anybody is new this evening because I didn't do any new online marketing. Um, but if for some reason you haven't been listening to these and you're just now tuning in, uh, you can read more about me, uh, watch a video um, interview from the Shift Network about me, uh, etc. My work is all available, and you can see more on um, AnnaJonesOnline.com. Uh, so it's spelled with one N. So AnnaJonesOnline.com is my website. Uh, go explore there. I encourage you to the, listen to the podcast as well as explore uh, other things that are there. Um, there's also um, you know the the several things that I have been um, posting uh, on on YouTube. I'm not well, not several things, but there's a few things. There's a few things there, and I'm planning on posting several more things that are there. Uh, but there have been a couple of new postings on YouTube this year uh, regarding some of the interesting things that are happening um, regarding this retreat in France that I'm leading. I'm leaving on Sunday. Actually, this is another reason why I've been so busy lately. Um, leaving on Sunday to uh, to lead um, a amazing retreat uh, in France. Uh, it's a soul journey um, to Mont Saint Michel, a sacred site associated with Archangel Michael, and to lead some angelic communication, transmissions, etc. So, really excited about that. Um, but there is a couple of videos that's up there that kind of you know those of you uh, you know who, who are interested in that subject uh, would like to hear more of like Archangel Michael in his historical experiences with France and just the, the Michael Law and what that's all about. So I know people who come to these are interested in Archangel Michael. So if you haven't tuned into those, uh, they're, they're up on my YouTube channel as well. So I'm going to dive into the questions because there's a process that the angels gave me. And they said that um, if I stuck with the process, it would always work. And they, I just keep following it until they tell me otherwise or until they upgrade the process. The process is to first and foremost, never to approach without questions and um, it's because of these global transmissions I put forth the questions that I feel like um, is benefiting all of us or would help us to like figure out um, you know like more of what's been said in the in this in the series thus far um, so I'm gonna I got a few questions first of all is there some way that he wants to summarize the series it's been a very interesting series of messages again you'll see them all posted on the Celestial Voice podcast with the most recent going down for the last five, so the last five months, and then the new one, this new one will also be posted on there as soon as I can uh, get it out. And I don't know if that's gonna be before I leave for France on Sunday or not, but if not, it'll be when I get back um, in a couple of weeks. So the, um, the, so this being the end, I wanna ask 
analysis to say in summation of it um, I want to ask him about the theme that he said all of the messages were under um, the the themes are very fascinating to me um, having done several of these series now and previous series from him uh, of which um, my first book is a series of messages from him which came out uh, in 2020 and 2003 and then it got re-released in 2014 and my brand new book which is now finished and it's published is uh, and it's going to be publicly um, publicly marketed publicly released there's gonna be a series of a whole like release campaign this fall once I get back from France um, that is also a series of messages um, and a few others that kind of got thrown in there that I was guided to put into the book that are on the same theme and topic of keeping your heart open so that was his theme for that series of messages that just got published into my new book which is why the new book is actually called keeping your heart open and even though I'm going to be launching the full like book launch campaign uh, when I get when I get back from France uh, it is still. It has been just uh, just put up uh, onto Amazon and just released and published there. So if you want to get the the, the very very early uh, copies of it before the official book launch uh, campaign even begins, uh, you can find it through uh, the name "Keeping Your Heart Open" by Anna Jones. Uh, even though I'm not the, the the speaker of the words, I'm the person who wishes being spoken through, and that's how this works, right? So um, uh, the messenger of the messengers, they call me, or the courier. I like to think of myself the one who just uh, delivers uh, the, the the messages that's coming from these higher beings. So anyway, back to his theme for this series. His theme, he said, this is all his choosing, um, back in the beginning um, on the spring equinox was Amplified Destiny, um, that this was going to be a year from spring equinox to spring equinox of which there was going to be an amplification in our call to destiny and uh, like a stronger push and pull uh, was part of one of the messages that he's delivered in this uh, that we would all feel. Some of us would be feeling a push, some of us would be feeling a pull, you know, um, and some of us would be feeling both the, the push and the pull uh, to our destiny. Um, and I, he's already said some beautiful things about that topic. Um, however, I wanted to ask him if there's anything that he has yet to say, that he needs to say, even in helping us to understand what destiny is. Um, because I always feel like we we feel it oftentimes. We, we definitely can, like, I think, uh, see it uh, when it's happening. But then I think we also get too much in our in our heads about it. So if there's some way that we can know it or understand it on some deeper level, especially our own, right, uh, how to recognize it, other than the push and the pull that he's identified and some of the other things that he said, is there anything additional that he wants to say to that is one of my questions. I also have been thinking a lot today um, that this is only halfway through uh, that year cycle that he said was going to be. So we're finishing the series and there's still, this is only the halfway point, there's still another half of a year before we get back to the spring equinox. Um, so again, is there anything that he wants to leave us with or have us work on or um, is there any kind of spiritual practice that we should be doing, you know, between now and the time of the next spring equinox, or, you know, is he going to like give us some, like, like a winter solstice message kind of halfway between that, right? Because the winter solstice would actually be halfway between now and the time of the spring equinox of next year. So, you know, I'm, I'm just curious about all of that. And I'm so I'm just putting the question out there, just, flo just floating the question out there. Um, the other thing that's been coming to my mind a lot today 
um, is the energies of this equinox. Uh, so is there something, um, there's always, each one of them is special, each one of them is unique. Uh, equinox uh, means equal night. It's an equal day, equal night is the time period where it's approximately uh, equal. Um, and it's also when the sun is lined up with the equator. Um, and it's equinox for everybody all over the world, even though it's only the uh, those of us in the northern hemisphere that are experiencing the autumnal or fall equinox. Uh, it's actually those in the southern hemisphere that are experiencing the spring equinox today. For those of you in the southern hemisphere, if there's any of you, uh, happy spring. Um, so we're all experiencing this uh, this time of of, of equal energies, and um, usually it's a very much a time of balance. For me, I, I don't know if I, it seems like everybody I know actually. I've been thinking like almost everybody I know has been feeling the energies being very, very intense lately. Um, and so I just wanted to know if there's anything special about this equinox that he wants to share with us uh, about these energies. And then the last thing that has been coming to me a lot today is I've been like, deeply immersed in getting. Uh, like keeping your heart open book um, finally done and finally out and finally published and fully edited all all of that um, and it always strikes me how many times he brings up the subject of perfection he'll explain something to us that's on a very high level and um, bring it through in the transmission uh, very high level teaching and then he'll make sure that we know that it's not about perfection and he's said it so many times over the years um, I'm all, I'm intrigued by like ha, how much he's always trying to remind us of that, um, and there's oftentimes why he explains it. But I just wanted to ask, you know, what is what is perfection? Like he's often saying, you know, we have this human concept of that's not achievable and that's not attainable, and so um, you know, if he just wants to say something about why that is, like why do we even have a a tendency towards that or um, you know, or or what do we do about that? I think he's said some things here and there, um, but then what exactly is it? And if, if, if we have a concept of it that's unattainable, um, why, what exactly is it and how do we need to shift, you know, that so that we can like, you know, um, get out of that dynamic because he's always kind of trying to explain that this is some kind of dynamic that we're in. So it was, it was just, just coming to me uh, several times today um, and then always of course uh, the light activation that he wants to do because uh, he's said that not only is these are these global message transmissions and the sound vibrations that's coming through the words through me this is just a tiny little part of it um, and I'm just playing my role doing my part but he's like actually sending a whole energy transmission a whole light activation to the earth um, and so if there's we want to ask for that light activation we want to personally ask to receive it so we want to do that in the prayer and personally ask to receive it um, and 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 ask for the planet and, and all beings on the planet to receive it um, but if there's uh, so we want to ask for it but then is there anything that he wants to share about this particular um, light activation sometimes he talks about them sometimes he doesn't sometimes he just says that he's doing it that he's sending his energy that he's sending his light and that's that's all there is to it um, but I just thought it wouldn't hurt to, to ask about that too so I think that's all that I wanted to put out oh, one more thing um, so in that last transmission on August the 20th um, the last transmission Archangel Michael said um, that 
you know, the whole message was on all, everything is sacred. All things are sacred. And it was a, it, it was a very profound uh, teaching. There's some unique things uh, within it. Um, but one of the unique things is that he's been on a series, long time series of talking about the virtues and explaining them in whole new ways, um, some deeper insights into some of them. And he did bring up a virtue after talking and talking and talking about all these different ways of looking and understanding that all things are sacred. Um, he brought up the virtue of chastity and that when we're respecting all things as sacred, that that's what it truly is. That that's really, really what the virtue itself truly is. And so I was intrigued by that. And he kind of just brought it in there at the end. And, and I, I, my mind was pretty blown by it, actually, because I would never in a billion years <laughs> think of such a thing. I, it just, uh, yeah, I, I was afterwards, I was like, I would never ever think of that. Um, so it, it was very quick, and he didn't say uh, much more about it. So if he wants to say more on that virtue, or if he wants to speak about any of the other virtues, he's actually asked, literally asked, <laughs> to be given the opportunity to do so. So I always want to give him the opportunity uh, to do so. And that will actually be the next books that will be coming out, book one and book two, on the, the teachings that he's given. These profound, profound messages on the virtues and how they are the divine energies that are within us and all around us for us to co-create. Really, um, uh, the life that we love and our destiny. There's been some wonderful, wonderful parts of this series where he talked about um, a life that we love and like a, a collective mission statement that we have and how we use the virtues to, to co-create that life of love. And then another gorgeous message in this series, which I was deeply moved by also um, on co-creating a culture of love and using the virtues to co-create a, a love-based culture, basically. Um, so I, I, I want to just give him the opportunity if he wants to say more on that virtue or any other virtue to please do so. All right, I think that covers all of my questions. Let me just get a sip of water here. Okay, so we're going to use the process. We're going to keep going with the process that the angels have given me. The process includes um, praising, asking, thanking, and receiving. Uh, so those four parts, but then we're going to do it in five steps. Uh, think of it like a circle. We're going to start with praising, asking, thanking, receiving, and that receiving part is when we're actually going to get the, the, the message, the vocal part of the transmission and the energy uh, part of the transmission, and then back to praising again. Um, so the praise chant that the angels gave me to use, that I always use until, again, they ask me to do something else, um, is Adonai, Adonai, sorry, it's Mikael, 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 because this is an invocation of Archangel Michael that's also included in it. So, and, and it's also in, in Archangel Michael's name, in this particular pronunciation, we can hear the L part of it, right? So this particular pronunciation, there's many, many different pronunciations of his name, like Michel is Michael in French, right? So Mount Saint Michel is the, the Mount of Saint Michael, Right, so there's many different pronunciations. So this pr pronunciation is Mikael, um, and we hear that L sound vibration, and that's one of the ancient Hebrew names for God or the divine. And um, it's he who is like unto God or who is like God, um, and uh, that, that's what the name means. So we're not just invoking Archangel Michael when we chant it in this praise chant. We're also invoking that qualities, the qualities that are, that are, that are like unto God and that are completely unique uh, unto the divine. So 
um, Mikael, 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 Adonai, Elohim, Adonai, Eloheinu, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. That's the praise chant they're going to use, and I'm just going to sing it, and everybody's going to join in with me, and then we're going to go straight. I'm going to just going to keep going right after I'm done with the praise chant through the different processes, or through the different steps, right? So I'll go and guide you through the asking, I'll guide you through the thanking, I'll guide you into the receiving, where you just relax and let yourself receive. It's best to to be a full participant in this. You'll receive the the most energetically. You'll a lot of times people feel like he's speaking directly to them, even on some of their personal questions that they don't get a chance to ask. People have said that to me many times, um, or, or just feeling the peace or the calm or just feeling some of the energy that he is sending. Um, if you just let yourself to go through this process with me and participate instead of just being an observer or a witness or, or a listener, just like letting yourself fully participate, going into that meditative state, letting yourself really receive. And then I'll bring you um, up out of the meditation. Uh, I like to do is slip in a little gratitude there at the end, and then we'll come back to the praising. And the praising we'll do at the end is very short. Um, those of you who've done this with me many times, you understand how short it is. So it's just a few times of Adonai Elohim just by itself. So um, the first one is the whole long chant, Mikael, 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 Adonai, Elohim, Adonai, Eloheinu, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. And then the, the last one at the end is just Adonai, Elohim. Okay. All right. So we're ready. So let's sit back and make ourselves comfortable. And we're going to close our eyes. And we're going to begin to center ourselves by taking some long, slow, deep breaths. And now I'm going to guide us through and I'll begin the praise chant and ask you to just chant it silently or out loud with me. Everybody is muted. Mikael, Mikael, 
Mikael, Mikael, Mikael, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Eloheinu, Mikael, 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 Adonai Elohim, Adonai Eloheinu, Now we're going to move from the praising into the asking and invocation. So please join me silently or out loud, whatever way feels right to you. The next step is to silently call upon the presence of divine love and divine light. Then those asked to be protected and connected by divine love and divine light. First personally and then collectively. Ask that we be protected and connected in a circle of love and a circle of light. They're uniting our light here at this time on the evening of the fall equinox. Uniting, uniting our light at a sacred time and over time and space, no matter where we are. Feeling that connection and that protection within the circle of love and light. Now we want to silently, all of us, again, in whatever way feels right to you individually, silently call out to Archangel Michael Ask for him to be fully present with us and within our circle of light here at this time and beyond space and time at any time in which any time zone in which someone is connecting, any time in which someone is connecting, just be fully present with us and be fully present here in the world with his energy and his light activation. Ask him to send us whatever energy and light activation he feels is for our highest good and for the highest good of the planet and all beings right now.
and ask him to speak through the global transmission message to hear the questions and concerns that I've asked and that I've put forth and to give us any answers or guidance or insight into any or all of those things. And then let's silently give Archangel Michael permission to speak freely about anything that he feels is for our highest good to know right now. And then we're going to go from the asking into the thanking. And so the first gratitude prayer I want us to send out is a silent prayer of gratitude directly to Archangel Michael. Just send out your thanks and your gratitude for all of the roles that he plays in your life and for all the roles that he plays in our world, known and unknown to us, all of the things that he does, all of the things that he is, and all of who he is. Just offering our gratitude in silent prayer. And then the second prayer of gratitude will be sending directly out our silent prayer of gratitude directly to the divine for all the blessings that are in our life and for the blessing of life itself. And now we're going to move from the asking and, and the thanking to the praising. So finishing our gratitude prayers, we're going to move now, sorry, into the receiving. The receiving comes next. So I want you to just relax even more now, quiet, deep in your breathing. Relaxing into a quiet meditative listening state where I want you to just be open to receive. I'm going to go deeper now into my meditative state until the next words will be the message coming through. Thank <sighs> you. 
It is I, the Archangel Michael, coming forth, fulfilling my destiny, playing my role, bringing my love and bringing my light to aid you on this quest, the quest of your personal mission, your personal destiny, the quest that is the quest of your soul. The quest that is the true will of the heart. The heart's journey. The soul's journey. That you all are on. Tonight, at this time of equal day and equal night, the balancing energies of both the masculine force and the feminine force are pervading and are very strong. And both are needed, both are necessary. And both in balance are needed and necessary in order to fulfill your personal and collective destiny quest, soul quest. Several years ago, I and Archangel Raziel and others spoke to this channel, revealed to this channel a simple saying, but it is also very much like a riddle that has so much more for you to know and to understand. Those words I will not only repeat to her today, but I will say to you all, because I don't want just to talk about the quest only, the quest of your destiny, but also the source and the goal of it of which in this saying, the word grail represents. And so what we said to her then and say to you now is that forever you will journey. Of this, there is no doubt. The grail will lead you inward, upwards and out.
And this isn't just for her, it is for everyone. It is true for everyone. The way that it is worded, it uses the word grail, which means many things to many people. And it doesn't have just one meaning associated with it. So I cannot say that all of the other meanings and interpretations of what may come to your thoughts or you may think of about it are wrong. What I can say is the context in which I am using it. The context in which I am using the word grail in this saying or in this grail riddle. The word grail is to represent the source, the divine source, the source of the quest, the destiny, the mission, and the source of it. This is the context in which I am using it and in which I am bringing it up. the source of the destiny, the source of the mission, the source of the purpose. That masculine and feminine force and power and presence that will lead you inwards and upwards and out That word could also be replaced as the word home. But the journey even then continues as the eternal spirit souls that you are. So why do I bring it up at all? It is a part of the summary that I wish to give, yes, at this sacred time on this sacred topic. In regards to the series that I have been bringing through this channel over the last few months. On the topic of Amplified Destiny. All of the energies that have been coming in over the summer have been amplifying all of you in your destiny, whether you felt it or not, whether you've been realizing it or not. And this time period of balance is allowing for yet another shift. And the feminine energy is coming in stronger now. The feminine power, the feminine energy and force in order to bring the balance, restore the balance, 
and help with that quest, that fulfillment of the destiny in ways that only the feminine energy can. And it is not feminine energy and feminine energy only, it is both. That is why I've used the word force. The feminine power, the feminine force, align with the masculine power, the masculine force. I am speaking purely of energies and I am speaking purely of divine energies. to aid you on your quest, your quest of destiny. And the soul journey for all of you, no matter where it leads you. Because things are quickened as much as they are and the great quickening that I have been speaking of, the great shift of the ages that I've been speaking of through this channel for several years, many years, actually, continues to advance. There can be an impatience that many of you feel about your destinies. And yes, there can be a misunderstanding. A misunderstanding that is just one thing that you're meant to do. instead of an entire journey that your soul is on. Being led. Being led and called forth. Being drawn, and as I have said, yes, pushed and pulled by the source. by the grail and all of its names and meanings and powers and gifts. And it helps you to be more patient. If you see it as an eternal journey, one long continuum And so your destiny is being fulfilled now, 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 now. Even if you feel like you are off your path and things are not in alignment, you cannot fully leave the path of your destiny. You can only stray so far and only get so far out of alignment. And always, 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 that tether to that path, that connection to that path, that connection to the source that guides you inwards, upwards, and out, will always bring you back in, up, and out on your journey. Oftentimes, I like to use a modern-day example to help you because this is something that is an example that you all can understand. 
that is a highway, a super highway actually, a grand and great highway that has many different exit ramps. I will use this analogy as an analogy to represent the path of destiny. It's not just a single lane, smaller road that leads to one little place. And yes, there are exit ramps, but what's unique about the highway, so to speak, the analogy I'm using about the path, the soul's path that the soul journeys on as the soul's continuum, what's unique about this particular superhighway is that all paths lead back to it. No matter how many exit ramps may someone may feel like they've taken, and no matter how far away from that they feel the exit ramp has taken them, all paths lead back to it, and you've never really truly straight off of it as a result. This is what makes it destiny. The path of destiny. This said, does it mean that there is no free will? The answer to that question is absolutely not. There is always free will. And this is something else that confuses people very much. If there's free will, how can there be destiny? And if there is destiny, how can there be free will? You have all free will as something that is sacred. Has been sacred, will always be sacred. Is and always shall be sacred. path of destiny does not eliminate free will. And the protection of the path of destiny, which is ultimately why there's only so far that you can stray from it and only so much alignment that you can get out of, that protection does not eliminate free will either. Because not everything is predetermined. Not everything is predestined. There are those things that are left to free will on the quest and the journey that you are on. And there are those things that are in motion because of the things that have already been chosen by free will. All of the things in the destiny and on the path of the destiny, on the quest of the path that you are on, that are predestined, there still has been free will involved. When the true will of the soul aligns and creates a sacred union or a sacred accord with the divine will, a path of destiny and a part of destiny is set forth on that journey that forever journey of which there is never to be a doubt that it is there, that it exists for you. The soul is eternal.
and most of those who are receiving the vocal part of this transmission now or even later are old souls, so to speak, for lack of a better word of being able to describe it. You've been on the quest and on the journey for a long time. And you are guided always from within. By that divine source. In the classical stories of grail quests, the grail is the goal. To reach the grail, find the grail, attain the grail. That is the goal of the quest. To attain all that it offers and all that it gives, all that it represents, the power, the healing, the wholeness, the magic, the mystery. No matter which stories and legends of old and of origin that you tune into about the Grail, the Grail always represents some way, shape, or form these things that I have just mentioned. And so think of what I have defined it as earlier in the beginning of this message. I've defined it as the source of all that is. The divine spirit, power, presence, both masculine and feminine force. That yes, can give healing and power and mystery and magic and be all of those things because The source is all of those things. The divine truly is all of those things and more. It is the object, the goal, the mission, the purpose of the quest. and also the one guiding it as it calls to you. So I'm also using the grill as an analogy for your calling, your destiny, your purpose, where you are being headed and guided towards. That said, there's always the personalization of it, yes. What it looks like, what it feels like, what the journey itself entails, what the journey itself includes, is completely individualized and personalized. 
I'm explaining some of these things so you can trust in that quest, trust in the journey itself. Trust in not knowing, but know that you know at the same time. Trust in those times where you don't know and you are facing the unknown. And trust in the inner knowing within you that knows that you know, the part of you that knows that you know, even though you don't know how you know, you just know. And listen to that and follow it. Not only are the energies coming into balance so that a new shift can take place and new energies begin to build towards your personal quest of destiny, but also your collective one. And while you all need the virtues in your personal lives, in your consciousness, filling your consciousness, filling your choices, filling the choices that you make because you won't get off of so many exit ramps if you're using the virtues. You won't get out of alignment to the degree of which you feel like you may be lost or you may have lost your way if you are using the virtues to co-create with in the way that I have been sharing and describing throughout this series and previous series of messages through this channel. And the way that the virtues are and the way that they exist. They are the qualities of the divine. They are the energies of the divine. They are the magic of the grail. to co-create with. And trust is a very important one. A very important virtue. I've spoken of it before and I will speak of it now once more. Because when you have been hurt in any way, whether it be physically, mentally, emotionally, or even on the spiritual level of which there are ways of being hurt, even spiritually, not the soul, but the spirit. When you've experienced hurt, it can impact your ability to trust. It's a reaction. A reaction to the hurt. A reaction that you don't even always see yourself making and you don't even know that it is a choice that you're making ultimately to react in such a way, because it is mostly occurring unconsciously. 
And there's been such an erosion of trust. It has always been difficult for humankind. to trust. Part of that is because of the veils, the veils that cover the material energy of the material world. And when you are within the veils of the material energy of the material world, you do not always have the spiritual clarity, the spiritual discernment. And because you feel like you are lacking that, again, it will impact that conscious or unconscious choice to trust. But because of the fear of someone harming you in some way, shape, or form, again, on any level, it doesn't just have to be physical harm that I am speaking of. There's so many subtle ways in which the fear of being hurt, the fear of being harmed, comes into your unconscious and impacts your ability to trust. In order to fulfill your destiny and continue on your journey, where it is leading you now and where that quest is leading you now and to all that it will lead you to next and all the way inwards, upwards and out, all the way home. You absolutely must use the virtue of trust. Look at it within yourself and being fully truthful and honest with yourself at the ways in which you have lost trust in your own self. Losing trust in your intuition or losing trust in your will to make choices good choices perhaps for yourself, might be one of the ways it might potentially manifest. There's so many ways it can manifest. And the ways in which you have lost trust in each other, in your systems, in your societies, in your communities, in your relationships. In all of the operating systems that you've created. And when trust erodes to the point at which it is now, it can feel as if the guiding compass along the journey of the quest is missing or it's no longer operating. It's not gone. Trust is not gone. It will not ever fully go away. Again, the virtues are something that are ever present. You are not the source of them. The divine source, the divine energy is the source of them, masculine and feminine. And what I want to say today is that each of the virtues has 
a masculine power, a feminine power. Think of them as equal and opposite energies that are equal and opposite forces, but they are one. I am not talking about duality. I am not talking about oneness. I'm talking about the transcendent, that which is simultaneously each of the energies uniquely and simultaneously one, synthesized and synergized, as I have spoken of. Previously, I have spoken about the virtues and how they synergize with each other and they must be used in synergy with each other. And that there is a whole transcendent experience, truly, truly magical, that you can experience when they are synergizing with each other, especially as they all synergize as a whole. I add to that understanding and teaching tonight, the synergy of the masculine force, the feminine force. those energies that are within them and those energies that are necessary in order to work with them fully and completely. And there are also ways of working with them. There's the feminine way of working with the virtues and the masculine way of working with the virtues. The feminine way of working with the feminine power and force within a virtue and the feminine way of working with the masculine power and force within a virtue, as well as the masculine way of working with the feminine power and force of a virtue and the masculine way of working with the feminine masculine force and power of a virtue. It is something that I do not want your minds to get too caught up in, but it is something that I want you to understand that has been forgotten for too long by too many, not lost, but forgotten. Just like none of you are ever lost on your quest, never lost on your journey, and even though you may have forgotten your way, you may have forgotten that all paths connect to that path of the journey. All paths are part of the journey and will always lead you inwards, onwards, upwards, and out home to your, to the next part of your existence and the quest that continues on from there. So at this time, the feminine energies are very strong. And working with the virtue of trust from the feminine, from the feminine energy, from the feminine force, is to allow it, to allow it to just be 
to allow it to fill you. To allow yourself to release and surrender everything else that is not that virtue, that virtuous energy. To allow yourself be filled with trust and be the living power and presence of trust and allowing yourself to be in a vessel and an instrument of it living, acting, serving within you. so that you don't let fear stop you from taking the steps that are part of the next part of your journey and then the next and then the next and then the next. The growl will lead you on the quest. The divine and the source of those virtuous energies will lead you on the quest. Trust that. Doesn't mean that, again, you do not have to use your knowledge. You do. It doesn't mean that everything is done for you. Destiny does not mean that everything is done for you and all you have to do is wait and it will happen. Patience is required, but waiting is something else entirely. Waiting is not the same as patience. Patience is a virtue. Waiting is something that you do when you are having to experience a delay in time in the timing of something. They're very different from each other. No one's being asked to wait when they are being asked to trust. Forever you will journey. Keep walking, keep taking the steps. Keep saying yes to your destiny. Keep saying yes to the path that is unfolding. And stay true to yourself because in that truth and being true to yourself is where you can grow that trust and know that trust. Do your best and allow the quest to unfold. But act, serve, choose. You still must journey. You can't just sit back and wait for it to all happen for you or come to you. Yes, there will be times in which things will just come to you and it will manifest for you. This is for certain also. But that's not all of the journey and that is not all of the quest. Those times are blessings, always to be grateful for. And those times are times of the feminine energy, the receiving of those blessings. You need the action and the receiving, both. Taking the steps outwardly and receiving and opening inwardly. 
both. This is the yin and the yang, the masculine and the feminine. And yes, there will be many things that will unfold over the next six months between, between the time of this equinox and the next equinox. It is not necessary for me to give more of these message transmissions, but I will continue my energy activations, my light activations regularly, consistently, as I do for all of you and for the world. I will continue to be playing the role that I am meant to play. Guardian of the Grail Quest is one of them. Guardian of the journey. That is one of my roles. And when it comes to trust, restoring it, rebuilding it, remember there are also two different kinds. The masculine energy, the feminine energy is present everywhere in all things. The masculine energy and form of trust is earned trust. Earned trust. It must be earned and in that form, it can be built, it can be grown, and it can always be healed even when earned trust is broken, even if the healing requires no longer continuing that part of the path or with that particular person or situation on the path. And then there is the feminine form of the virtue of trust which I have also spoken through this channel entire messages about and gets often misunderstood and often misconstrued. So many people do not want to even discuss it. And that feminine practice is what I refer to and call unconditional trust. The masculine form and practice is earned trust. The feminine form and practice is unconditional trust. Both are necessary. Both have their role to play in the whole. Both create whole trust. And wholeness within. And what I will say about the feminine practice and form of unconditional trust.
It doesn't mean that you throw out or you discard or earn trust or that practice. But it means on the level of soul to soul. Not personality to personality. Not ego to ego. As so many of you relate ego to ego. But on the level of soul to soul, there is an unconditional trust, just as there is an unconditional love within every soul. It is always there. It cannot be taken away by anything or anyone in the world. There is no power. There is no person. There is no force strong enough, great enough, or weak enough. There's nothing in the material world that can touch the nature of the soul. Because the soul is in the world, but it is not of the world, and it is transcendent of the world. And it's eternal. And it's transcendent nature. And so that unconditional love of the soul is always there. That unconditional love in the soul is always there. And that unconditional trust in the soul is always there and can always be there. And it must be allowed to flow. Even if you're trying to rebuild earned trust, even if you're trying to build new earned trust, even if you're trying to reestablish in your world, in your societies, earned trust, you must see through the eyes of the heart. See and know and feel and allow that feminine allowing of that soul, unconditional love, unconditional trust. And use that to help in the building or help in the earning or in the changing or the transformation that is necessary. Why do I even bring this virtue up in the first place? How does it fit with what I've spoken of in the beginning of this message. Because it takes an enormous amount of trust. A soul, deep trust. Unconditional and all-encompassing. To truly journey a path of destiny. And if you didn't have it within you, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here on this earth planet. You wouldn't be having this human experience. You wouldn't be here in a place and at a time in which so much spiritual advancement and remembrance and awakening and ascension is possible. And you most certainly would not be listening to this message or hearing this message because you would not be here. In the classical stories, 
that are associated with the grail and the quest. Those who are brave and true and who can trust are always those. And always the one to find. These are all virtuous qualities. These are all virtuous traits. So what does that say when you look at what I have said? I am using all these symbols to represent, these phrases to represent. It says that using the virtues doesn't just help you to live a life that you love, doing what you love, with whom you love, in a way that you love, where you love and how you love. It does do all of those things, yes. And it does not just help you to co-create a culture of love on earth. It does those things, yes. Using the virtues, co-creating with the virtues, does all of that and more. What is the more? They are the energies of the presence, the very presence and power and the source of that love. So the virtues bring you into that union and communion. That sacred communion with the source of that love. The power and the presence. And its wholeness, its completeness. Everything that you're seeking to find that you think are going to make you happy, that takes you off an exit ramp. It is fine to take as many of those exits as you want and as you choose. Your free will is sacred. But the divine will will always ensure that you will seek and you will find that you will quest and you will arrive, that you will journey and you will be at home.
That's the end of the message. Let's just take a moment to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message. And we'll bring the process full circle by just doing the praise chants to the Adonai Elohim by itself. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. Deep inhale and exhale. And also let ourselves come up out of the meditation. As I'm coming up out of the meditation, I'll share a few things that stood out to me. One is that I'm in awe of all of these things that he's bringing together, weaving together. Um, it's almost like all these different threads coming in from all of these different times and places and other messages and the things that he's weaving together to again bring us to like another level of understanding, which is just a beautiful experience that I'm in awe of. And I did sense at one point in time that um, when he brought up the next six months that he does want to do the solstice message. So I'll make sure that I look that up and put it on my calendar for the exact day of the solstice. I sensed that, I felt that. Um, I felt it so strongly. I almost felt like he was, you know, on the verge of even saying it, but then he went on to say other things. But um, I got, I got the feeling so strongly. I'm sure that that's what he was wanting to do. Um, and then let's see, spiraling. <laughs> it's like um, lots of symbols of spirals. Uh, labyrinthine spirals, um, labyrinth-like symbols that spiral uh, inwards, upwards, and out, um, which is when he first gave me that message, which I'm just in awe that he's bringing this up. Um, I was on a grail quest, actually one that I was leading in southern France, so this time I'm going to northern France, but I also back then um, saw lots of this spiral uh, energy circles that are spirals and spirals that are like circling and spiraling and labyrinthine kind of ways uh, upwards. Um, and yet it's a whole like lattice work, so to speak. Um, it's very difficult to describe what it is that I, I see when I, when I see that. It's very beautiful. And let's see, lots of white light. Um, blue light, showering kind of light, blue, um, the blue light of Archangel Michael and white light, and there was kind of like a showering kind of gentle, and there was a very, very loving, gentle, feminine, divine feminine energy and presence that was also something that I was feeling very strong and very pervading during that time period of the, of the message transmission coming through, and 
I'm really truly grateful for it. I'm grateful for the whole experience. Okay, um, and I'm grateful for all of you. Thank you for all of you who participate in these live, as well who's listened to the who listen to the podcast recordings later. Um, you're welcome now to put things in the chat. I'll go ahead and turn the recordings off so that I can.